mean, you talked a little bit about um, anxiety uh, throughout kind of like your younger years. In those moments, do you remember what you used to do in order to try and cope with it? Or like you said, you knew it was there, but you felt like it was normal because everyone else is kind of going through a similar experience. People feel stressed, don't they? Whether you're studying, like worried about exams. uh, Was there anything in particular that you tried in those moments? There was, I just learned to just deal with it. And that sounds, that doesn't sound like an explanation, but it became a part of me. And if I had palpitations and I couldn't hear anyone because I was so consumed with anxiety, I just, I would just have that moment and then just get on. And I would just get used to that these palpitations are just what happens. And I thought that this is, everyone probably goes through it because I've spoken about it before in terms of um, if I've done a live or I've showcased it on my Instagram that actually I didn't know how to speak about it because I just thought, Everyone must go through this because I'm going through it. But when I look back, there was a lot of times that I had anxiety, even in my younger years as going to school. Um, So if we'd have a summer holiday and I had to then return to school, I would feel sick in the morning. I wouldn't eat my breakfast, but my mum didn't have a word for it. She just said, oh, you'll be fine. Um, You're just worried about um, going to school. Um, but then in conversation, my mum would say, oh, you'd always feel a bit sick. But she didn't, still didn't understand that actually inside I was feeling quite unwell. Um, but you sort of ignore it in terms of how long it's go- gone on. And then it starts to impact other parts of your life. So like I described, the exam stress would get worse um, the day before an exam um, or just approaching the days up to it or if I'm studying and I've got to hand an assignment in, it would it would go from maybe the night before to weeks before to stressing and feeling anxious the whole time I'm doing the course. Um, I would probably lose weight because I was just, I would be eating it, but I would just be lo- I would lose weight, or I would feel so sick maybe that I couldn't eat the day before. My sleep was up and down. But I became very numb to it, and I think that's what a lot of my generation, our generation, do- did because we didn't have an outlet to speak to anyone about it. And even I would say after having my kids, I still couldn't see it as a problem. But when you have your kids and you have your emotions are everywhere uh, your hormones are everywhere but it's not an excuse to say that oh you've just had a baby and it's just those um, your hormones after having a child you'll be fine it actually got worse so on top of having the baby having my babies my anxiety and was quite bad and I just didn't still didn't see it until it started impacting in terms of relationships um, I had I would get quite snappy and frustrated and didn't know how to really vocalize how I was feeling um and that only really came 
and to a head until lockdown, I would say, because the silence allowed me to see something's not right. I need to sort myself out um, and I need to help myself to move forward. I can't keep saying this is fine. This is normal. Um, and this is what got me onto this journey of self-growth and listening to your inner voice. Um, I I had a coach. I was speaking to her about how I was feeling. Um, I lost my dad when I was 18. So I had a lot of trauma based on the grief that I wasn't able to showcase. Um, so letting go of all of that and saying it's okay not to be okay allowed me to move forward. And had I not done that, I wouldn't be on this journey now with my diary, I know, because I would be in a vicious circle of um, why is my life like this? Why, am I, why haven't I got this? I can't do this because of fear. That all quietened down once I allowed myself to say, well, I'm not okay and how am I going to move forward with it? So the I started off with a coach and that was just alien to me. I was like, oh, I'm paying someone to help me. And it was odd because it wasn't like I'm going for counselling. It wasn't that I'm going through some therapy. It wasn't medication. It was a coach which felt a bit airy-fairy to me. Um, but actually that was the best help that I could have had because I've had counselling in the past. But they didn't get to the root of how it was affecting every other part of my life and just getting out of that victimhood and having someone to support me just allowed so much of um, my passions to come out and that creativity to come out and allowed me to focus on what mattered to me instead of allowing the out external noise of everyone else and what's happening around the world and what's happening in everyone else's life to shut down my inner voice and um, the coach, she she really helped me and I just felt like I was able to let go of that grief for my dad um, in a healthy way um, because before I probably wouldn't be able to speak, I wasn't able to speak about my dad without crying and and then my throat seizing up and not being, and just then shutting myself down and thinking, right, I can't get this emotion now, I've got to just stop. But now I've got to a healthy place where I can speak um, about him and it doesn't affect me negatively, if that makes sense. Because grief is, you, you have waves of grief, but I was un unconsciously consumed with it and just releasing that allowed me to explore myself and um, really get to a better place in my mindset and that's what made me realise that actually mindset and exploring yourself is so important in in having good mental health. And so much of what we do, we we may see a patient who's prescribed some medication, so we just say, yeah, carry on with it, it's great. But I now take it a step further. If I'm speaking to someone about their medication and they say to me, it's not really working, I have I have my ups and downs, I have to explain to them that life is that way and this medication is not going to make you happy every day but I still allow them to to tell me what they what what they are feeling but then also offer them really positive ways to move forward because I've been through it and I've lived it and I've got through the other side um 
I may have my ups and downs as well, but really coming, speaking to a patient from lived experience has a different, I think it's, it's, a, it's a completely different approach to someone who's advising and never been through it because they can never understand. Um, someone who's never had anxiety will never understand how how it is because someone might say, oh, just snap out of it. You're just like, you're worrying for no reason, but it's it consumes you. But until you focus on working on yourself and listening to your inner voice, you you will never move forward and no amount of medication will help you move forward because the medication becomes an excuse. It's not working because of the medication. It's I'm not better because this medication is not working. And I was really shocked how much mindfulness and having some time out for yourself can so can just so quickly improve how you feel and it was it was just like a miracle to me because I thought I can't believe I've lived with this for years and I, I would never have been able to do this when I was a child or a teenager or even in my 20s but making time for myself going start I started running um I just started journaling I started seeing the beauty around me and that might I think that just it does sound a bit airy fairy because people say, Oh, we've got to be grateful and we've got to have gratitude and we've got to find the joy in life. But actually, if you really see what is in front of you, you will feel so much happier. It's not exercise can they say ex- exercising can give you those happy hormones and, and they can, but even if you're not exercising, if you step outside your house and it's a beautiful day and you look at, really look at what's in front of you. You just feel so great. Like I drove here, it was two hours. I could have said, oh God, it's two hours. There's loads of traffic and I want to get there. But no, I. it was a beautiful, it's a beautiful day today. This The sky is absolutely beautiful and the the area around here is absolutely beautiful. And just focusing on that and has made me feel in a great mood. I stopped off to have a coffee. It just made me feel great. I took five minutes to have a coffee and it, we put so much onus on really big things, but actually if you get back to the basics of doing something really simple, like sitting down and saying, I'm not going to touch my phone, I'm going to have a coffee, I'm going to look outside, all this can bring you back to yourself and your inner voice and just focusing on what really matters because the outside noise is really detrimental to our children and the next generation and to us really because it's very hard to get away from so it's so hard it's